Welcome to the Dead Format, episode 146. My name is Ian McEwen, and I'm joined tonight by the often often tardy but never late Thomas Smiley, and we're here to talk about Legacy. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish I could have uh, recorded last night, but you weren't feeling great, and I got I got back late from something that I had to do. But hopefully, the tournament is fresh in your memory, and we get a we get a good recap tonight. Well, fuck the tournament, bro. How was your date? We don't... Well, listen, I'm not going to talk about... Oh, you know what I no. mean? I'm not going to... We're not going to... I'm not going to do that. We don't kiss that. and tell? It's too... It's too... It's too early. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Just not... Not... Not here. Dude, it's 10 p.m. It's not too early. Anyway. <laughs> dude, yeah, I am... Uh, dude, I am hurt up. I'm not... Um, I'm feeling better, honestly, after I just slept for seven hours, but... Uh, I haven't been sick since, like, 2015, and, uh, like, Tuesday morning, I was just, like, felt like my brain was melting. Yeah. And, uh... You, you kind of scared me yesterday, especially when I sent you a message earlier today and I didn't get a reply. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, I had the worst vertigo, and Dramamine wasn't doing anything for me. I was fucking pounding Dramamine all day, and, uh, I did, the, the weirdest thing, though, I never had a fever, and... I never tested positive for COVID, so I don't know what the fuck just went through me. Yeah, the um, I don't know. All that stuff scares me. Like I can take I can take physically being sick, like nauseous and all that. But anytime, uh, any anytime people start to talk about how they like have vertigo and they're dizzy and like they lose their balance, like that that stuff scares me. Do you get that? Uh, no. Which oh. is why which is why when other people get it, it scares me. Like. Any oh, gotcha. any neuro stuff like that. Yeah, I'm very susceptible to vertigo, so like I I generally get get like a bad bout of it probably once every two years. Oh man. Uh, yeah, it sucks. But uh, I I'm I'm a big pussy about the uh, physically being sick part. Mm-hmm. So that that's the part that I worry about. But I never like I never lost my appetite. Never threw up. Nothing like that. Oh okay. Yeah, I'm I'm a super baby about it too. But it doesn't scare me. Uh, I just I just know that I get cases of the man flu and I'm like oh, I'm dying, the man um, flu. and in reality it's just a flu. But I feel that yeah. way, bro. So uh, the leaving the legacy this weekend, bro. Holy shit! You gotta we gotta find a way to ingratiate you to the shell. Well, I I don't think like I'm I don't think that I'm banned. Like I can still show up if I want to. It's my own personal decision not to go. Right. That's so what I, don't I think... thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. I thought, you know, it's Tom's own decision. We got to we gotta talk to Tom. Turns out that's not the case. What do you mean that's not the case? Because I badmouthed the store. She wasn't going to let me play anyway? According to Tim McMath, uh, there, there's unresolved business there. Oh, yeah, the unresolved business, like nobody donating to the charity <laughs> that they said that they were going to. And me calling everybody out on it, and it Pat Pat trying to fix it, but Michelle going radio silent. Like, it could be. come on, yeah. yeah. Like I, like oh, like big bad Tom Smiley uh, <laughs> had. Oh <laughs> my god, that what? that makes me. That's make that that's even more disappointing than. Uh, yeah. So tell me about it, so I can get more mad about it because. Oh, bro, I have I have a green hat for you. I don't uh, know the lore of this hat. Okay. 
Pat gave it to me and with like a twinkle in his eye and like like this conspiratorial thing. So I feel like there's some lore to this hat, but I don't know the lore. It's okay. a green hat that says morning tide on it. Is is it like a like a peace gift? It doesn't sound like it's a peace gift. It's a beanie with the, the word morning tide and it's green. Okay. Do you know about this hat? I don't. Oh, damn. Well, Pat gave it to me and said, this is for Tom. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. That's kind of cool. It is a cool hat. I wore it, and then I went in the bathroom and looked at myself, and I looked like uh, Tim Pool, so I took it off. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. It's so a am, cool hat. Am I really banned from the store? I don't think so, bro. I mean, how, how banned can you be? Like, you could easily fight all her staff at once, so can you actually be banned from the store? Well, I didn't, like, is there, like, a, like, I, one, I haven't talked to her since the incident. Like, I haven't, uh, I haven't had any reason to, right? right? But the, the script being flipped, like, I'm not welcome there. <laughs> like, I get it. If I was a store owner and I did that and somebody, somebody told everybody what happened, I wouldn't want that person back in there anyway. Ooh. But to say, like, to say, oh, they can't play in tournaments here, even though I'm not going to play in them, is, like... That's kind of weird. Like, somebody says, I'm never going to play at that store again, and the store owner's like, well, you can't play here anyway. Like, that's... <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of silly. Well, you know how it was from my perspective. I didn't know how welcome I was going to be in the store, you know? Like, we talked about this. Like, Do you get welcome back with open arms? Like, ah, oh, Ian, I missed you. Well, I got there early, just in case. I got there at 9.30. Yep. And the first thing I did was I ran to Sean Calvo, who was the head judge, which uh-huh. bo- boded very well for me. I was supposed to be best man at his wedding once upon a time, so he had all the cards I needed and let me borrow them, which was awesome. amazing. And I didn't know he was going to be there at all, and that was just a wonderful boon. So I get hit with the healing salve, went right through the door. And then up to the counter, dude, Michelle has red hair. Like, you know, like you dye your hair like red, like, uh, like very red, like pink kind of red. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's Michelle. I know that's Michelle, even though I'm face blind. So I was like, hey. And she was like, holy shit. But she was cool with me, you know. We we just, uh, we hit it off. And we were just bullshitting, you know, shooting the shit. And uh, I signed up for the tournament. And that was awesome. Bro, I this is going to be like a... A little bit of a, a detour, but there was a dude up at the counter when I was signing up, and he was like, yo, what's up? And I was like, I don't know who this guy is. Turns out it's Robert Russo. He just has different hair now. Okay. And uh, he's a light walker on Moto, apparently. This is a kid who just, like, came into Etsy, had no idea about Legacy, and I, like, sort of, like, took him under my wing, because I could tell he was, like, kind of based and kind of lost. And, uh... He's he was like a really good kid, you know, and uh, dude, he's like contributing content to the community now, and like he's like one of the big painter guys now. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, dude, I was like, what? Like he was telling me all this stuff, and I'm like, I don't know what you're telling. You gotta slow down, bro. But like this, this sounds really cool. Uh, yeah, dude, he's like making YouTube videos. He's on Twitch. He fucking. You know, he's doing all this shit in the community. And it kind of felt like 
you know, like the butterfly flaps its wings in Malaysia and the World Trade Center falls down or whatever. <laughs> like your, it's your second generation. Like yeah, bro. You don't like you felt like you have like a kid and you're proud of him now. Yeah, well, like I put out that energy in the world, and like you don't always know how it's gonna manifest. You don't always see how it's gonna manifest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I told him we should have him on the podcast someday. We never had a painter person on, right? No, absolutely not. So we've never had any painter person on the podcast. I'm not saying absolutely not for him being on here. Yes, <laughs> get get him on here. That would be that would be a good conversation. Yeah, he's a cool dude. So we we should definitely get him on. And I was talking to him before the match. I was t- I was telling him about how Greg Smith smoked me at, at day two of Louisville, and all these all these matches. The top eight at the uh, in Seattle, like the Legacy Preservation Series. All these matches I've lost to Painter in my life, right? And how I just I never prepare for Painter and always end up getting smoked by it. That's a little foreshadowing for me. Oh. But, yeah, he uh, he's a good kid. Tim McMath was there. He's a good kid. But, bro, seeing Jerry and Pat after you know, two and a half years or whatever since I've seen those guys. Yeah, but I mean, we like we talk every day. You probably have that chat muted by now, but... Well, here's the thing, bro. We talk online every day, right? But it's easy to forget that there's people. You know, like, you think of them as just, like, just Redditors, right? Just sort of, like, you know, you give the input and you know what the output's gonna be, right? That That's what dealing with them online is like. But in person, they're, like, they're legitimately, like, you know, fun... They're my friends, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, the the group chats I'm in with real people who I know, I don't consider, like, like Reddit in... You know what I mean? I, I don't think about it like that, I guess. Yeah, it's hard. It's, sometimes you gotta, you know... You forget the Redditors are people, but they are. <laughs> so, it was really... It was awesome to see those guys, man. I, just, like, you know, my face just lit up when I saw those motherfuckers. And Pat had a mullet, so I, I gave the pit vipers right off my face, like I said I would. <laughs> gave him my pit vipers. You know, I have a mullet now. No. Yeah, so I'm growing my hair out so I can put it up in a bun again, like 10, what? 15 years ago. No. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So it's, Bro, it's... who's going to see your bun? Someone who's fucking seven feet tall? It, so it doesn't it doesn't like I just I want my hair back, so okay. I'm going yeah I'm going well, back. Well, dude, if you can do it, you know that's like that's one of your gifts, right? Yeah, and like I'm not losing my hair; it's still right. there. We're uh, we're going strong. No shit, dude. That that's pretty awesome. I I I can't even imagine what that's gonna look like. Do you have wavy hair? Uh, when I pull it back, it straightens out a little bit, but I I definitely have like a wave going on now. It's uh. It's awesome. Interesting. Okay. Well, I look forward to seeing this then. Yeah, you won't be able to see it with a uh, a green morning tide beanie on. I'm sure <laughs> that there's a story that I'm forgetting with that. I, I, I know that there is. I just I can't I can't the pull hat, it out of my head right the now. The hat looked familiar to me. Like I definitely seen something happen with this hat. Maybe did you donate it to charity or something? Oh, uh, may maybe I don't remember. I don't okay. know. Or maybe I remember bringing. I remember bringing Jerry a wig at some point. Okay. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with that, but yeah, maybe, maybe it was. Nice. Well, yeah. With this tournament, like first of all, I just wanted to give you know big ups to Pat and Jerry for doing this for you know, and and 
making this happen and Sean for you know judging and uh, and Zach dude for doing coverage. Zach is a fucking animal on coverage, dude. He's and really coming an to his animal own. ice cream maker for all of the people who haven't seen his Facebook. I've gotten every single release. Really? Oh, dude. He does so every every few months he does a release of like three artisan ice cream flavors and he makes up huge batches at his house and uh not at his house or wherever wherever he makes it. church kitchen um oh is that really where he makes it yeah we had a long talk about this <laughs> oh it, but they're they're unbelievable he did he did a carrot cake ice cream that was like one of the best i've ever had and a blueberry jam lemon lemon candy one which was like a vanilla base with lemon drop candies and like a blueberry jam swirl and it was like i can't even describe how good these these ice creams are damn bro yep so i think i get i get the next batch this week i'm going to pick it up at some point next week i can't wait to get in on this because i never had i never had it before highly started doing it when i moved away yeah highly recommend yeah, I, I can't wait to get in on this. Yeah, he's got commercial kitchen space now, you know, where he's renting it to make big batches. And uh, this uh, it sounds really awesome, man. He's really passionate about it. And he's really fucking, I've always said, you know, Zach is, is very good at the things he puts his mind to. I, I've spoken his praises quite a bit on this podcast, I think. Uh, so I imagine it would be really good, and I can't wait to try it out. Yeah, it's so good. So if you're friends with him on Facebook, like, every time he posts, get in on it. Uh, and if you're not friends with him on Facebook and you're a magic person, like, try to sneak in there. Try to just try to try to get in on that, because it's, uh, it's really, really, really good. Hell yeah. Awesome, man. Well, so yeah, we, uh, I guess, going to deck selection, I was looking at what the top decks were. Obviously, Blue Red Delver's top deck. I didn't want to play it. I don't have Dragon Rage Channelers, but other than that, I think I have all the cards for the deck. But uh, oh, I don't have Expressive Iterations either. So oh, I really? I would have needed to get a few cards. I got I got lucky and I got like a foreign playset. I can't remember if they were like a special edition, uh, like a special border or whatever. But I have a I have a nice playset of them that I got when it came out because I was pumped about the card. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, you've been all over that card. I, I was very very late to that party. So. Yeah, I I didn't I could I didn't want to play Blue Red Delver, but I also would have had to get some cards, so I just said fuck it. I I said I'm, I want to play. I want to play like, uh, Dead Guy is what I, I. Every single time you have a tournament like that, that isn't like a big tournament where you play <laughs> Jess Guy, you're like I want to play Dead Guy, and then it turns into Esper. Did you end up playing something like Esper? <laughs> No, dude. Okay. I, so Our, what happened was I looked up Dead Guy online, and dude, 20, 2019, 2018 is the last time anybody plays. <laughs> <laughs> no, the problem is it's it's had three results in the last two months actually. Oh, okay. But there's all these cards that like we talked about at the time. It's just like I didn't incorporate them into my into my like worldview and think about how they would fit into Dead Guy. Yeah as a whole so like i look at a dead guy list online it's like four esper sentinels three opposition agent three grief four doth eye ward walkers and uh you know four stoneforge mystics and uh you know yeah i mean like they're super hyper efficient creatures like 
I want to play a blue deck with Esper Sentinel, but I can just never find room for it. Yeah, um, well, they're also 30 bucks each now. I think I have a playset. I got. I ordered a playset when they came out. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I was I talking. On ah, you scumbag. You Why? You didn't even like the card when it came out. I yeah, well, I got them. It. Oh, dude, speaking of which, I, I, I just dropped off a bunch of cards with Rodney. Remember how we were talking about specs? Yeah. And I went in hard on Alpha Unsummons. Yeah. You know they're a hundred bucks now. Yeah. I got them for five, and I had a stack of like twenty. Nice. The the next big spec, where before I moved to Lynn, so this must have been three or four years ago. Dude, yeah. Tell tell us more about this one. The I was like, listen, this is a commander card that there aren't a ton of foils, so I bought out the internet at that time of foil seed time i think they were from judgment and they're like four hundred dollars now and my tcg player inventory had me getting them for five i'm like jesus fucking christ bro so when i had you showed me that card i was like fuck that's a good card that was four. that was four years ago and i just like finally started to get like to sorting my stuff and getting rid of it because i'm i'm moving and i want like i want to have a smooth transition and uh, some of those plays came up big. Remember, we we each bought a hundred tender shoot dryads. Yeah. You know, for twenty five cents, they're twelve bucks now. Yeah. They're a twelve dollar card. It's fucking. Bro, insane. they're not. They're not even just a twelve dollar card. You you can get like fifteen dollars uh, card kingdom credit for them. That's like, that's legit. just so insane. Yeah, dude. That that's one of the specs. I'm glad I followed you on. Seed time is one of the ones that I wish I had followed you on because I All. liked it. All foil seed times. I like that that call, but I just never like followed up on it. And fuck. Yeah, yeah it that was, was uh, that was a great call. It worked. It worked out well. But I guess like making those calls and then sitting on them for four years during COVID inflation, like when you finally get around to looking at it, it's it's great. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but I was super pumped about that. Nice. Well, I uh, I saw Rodney at the event. I had some cards for him. And it was funny because you just sent me like those pictures of all your cards, like the lotus petals and shit. And I was like, "Oh, Tom's got some cards for you." And he's like, "What?" He didn't know anything about it. Yeah, so I, was I like, don't. Oh, so shit, he still I just doesn't know. Tom's spot. <laughs> I uh, I only put one fat pack into the TCG Player Collection Tracker because I wanted to get an estimate of like how yeah. much it was worth. And low was twelve grand, and I had three of these fat pack boxes, Ooh. and there was a bunch of foreign black border stuff that was coming up as zero yes. on the TCG player stuff because like they they yeah. can't price it, that and then there was that like beautiful crimped lotus petal and like oh it was it's gonna be good. Nice dude. Oh yeah, so you got a house, dude. Yeah. So actually, uh, everything worked out perfectly with the house. In fact. Uh, I had a rate lock that I was able to uh, lock in a lower interest rate. So in the time that I signed my um, initial mortgage paperwork to when I actually locked the rate, it dropped uh, a half a percent, which saves me like 100 bucks a month. Um, the appraisal came back good, so I'm closing in August, and all I have to do is get my court paperwork showing that I'm like not paying child support and, uh, and everything's good for it. So I'll be moving at the end of August, so it'll be nice. Nice, dude. Yeah. Very cool. So yeah, um, that's good that you're you're selling the cards and everything. I so I obviously didn't have the cards for Dead Guy once I saw that they were all new cards basically. 
So the one deck I did have the cards for was Depths, like uh, Green White Depths, right? Okay. We, yeah, that's we talked to Rodney about it. Absolute solid choice. So I messaged three people who I knew had played the deck, and wanted I wanted their input. If I played this deck, never having played before, what would I look stupid, basically? Um, Did you talk buddy, to Rodney Mapson? Yeah, no. No? Okay. I talked to James, our friend James. He's played online. Okay. Um, and Tom Cairns. And Tom Cairns said, dude, it's an ape deck. You're fucking fine. Uh, <laughs> James said, you'd be better off playing a league first, but go to this website and look at their resources, which was uh, Deck Dooges, I think, his website. Mm-hmm. And Rodney said, you're going to lose the mirror. Which I think was was honestly a, a fair summation of what, what, what it would be like, what my experience would be like, right? Yep. So I took the deck with me. I got all the cards I needed. And round one, bro? Mirror. Fucking Merit Lage t-shirt. <laughs> Mox Diamond playmat. I swear to God. Merit Lage t-shirt, Mox Diamond playmat. I sit down, I'm like, no. This is not happening. What were they actually? What were they actually playing? Because you don't do that. Exactly playing lands my or depths. sixty, dude. Exactly my sixty. Oh man! <laughs> but so you won. You clearly this, won, this dude, right? His, this dude, his name is Bill. He was like a better-looking Robert Wilson. He looked almost exactly like Robert Wilson, but just like better proportioned. Dude, and, uh, do we want to like do our guest dirty like that? Dude, I. I'm just spitting facts. Like, I don't know how else to say it. He was like a... A little less buffalo chicken dip on this guy? Hands, a very handsome version of Robert Wilson. Okay. Uh, I actually invited him to join the Dark Hephaedons after the match, but he doesn't drink, so... That was disqualifying. He uh, he was super fucking cool, though. This guy was really cool. He, uh, he made a joke about my name being a famous author. So I knew he listened to the podcast, which is pretty dope. Uh, good segue, right? And I got there in the fucking mirror, dude. I round one, match one. I should have won off Sylvan Safekeeper, but our boards were so crowded, I forgot I had Sylvan Safekeeper out. Oh. So I got stalled by a maze for a while mm. until until I finally broke, you know, broke through. Yeah. And then. Uh, Game two, I made a little, like, miscalculation because I forgot the lands came and tapped off Reclaimer. So those are the kind of, like, learning... Oh, so you, like, tried to get something end step and pop it, but you didn't realize you couldn't do that. Exactly, right. And then you gave him, like, an opportunity to Wasteland or something? I just immediately scooped because I was like, fuck. You know, those are the things you you have to, like, learn the hard way, you know? Yeah. Because, like, you can know it, but then, like, in the heat of the game, you don't, like, calculate it into your... You know, you don't count it up. So, yeah, that sucked. But then game three, uh, he, unfortunately, he moved to five, and I just, you know, it's just... Yeah, steam, I mean, just win the mirror by having your opponent mulligan and misplaying but getting there anyway. Exactly. That is, yep, classic way to do it. It was pretty sick, bro. So I was feeling great um, after that round one. It was super cool, like, you know, playing against somebody who listened to the podcast and was, was super chill. Was was very nice, you know. Uh, round two, I'm trying to find 
the dude's name uh, in my notes because I'm not sure if this is the dude who won the tournament or not. Okay. Uh, I think I have the standings. Do you have your MTG Companion app? Because you can dude, actually I, look it, it up. It is. So so the dude I played round two is Michael Munchausen. Yep. He was second second seed going into the top eight. Okay. He was playing Blue Red Delver. I, lo- I, I expect this to be Blue Red Delver playing this deck, right? Mm-hmm. And I lost in three. Game game one, and he had three Merc Tides, and game three he had two Merc Tides. And yep. uh, both games, he played superbly well from the blue-red seat. Uh, you know, I got there in game two making a quick lage and defending it, but we we really battled, in, in especially in game three, and he, uh, he got there. You know, he had a couple of good sideboard cards, but uh, overall, you know, I gotta give credit where it's due. He uh, he worked me there, and good good on him. He won the fucking tournament. So yeah, I've been uh, in a spot where Merktide just does so much work, and that card is like that card's kind of silly. Um, yeah. I can absolutely see how that match can go the other way when those when those hit the board. For sure, and I mean that's why you have Pyroblast right in the deck. That's why it's die adapts, you know. Mm-hmm. Round three, I told Pat and Jerry, I was like, if you want to get me on feature, this is the round because I'm about to crash and burn. So, so they <laughs> so did. camera match. Very, very kind to them, camera match. Round three, uh, I played against uh, Daniel, round three, also on Blue Red Delvert. The feature match was probably one of my favorite feature matches I've ever played in my life. Um, I got there in two games I got to play Drop of Honey and have it annihilate his board which was which was beautiful that's awesome when like an 800 I don't even know how much it is right now but like a ridiculously yeah, expensive magic card like you're like yeah I can I can afford it this is what it does when they read it yeah yep. oh man always feels good. <laughs> uh, so yeah that was sick I recommend highly recommend go back to watch it Zach and Pat do a great job in coverage if you, and, I will absolutely go back and watch that. I didn't. I didn't watch the stream because I was out. Um, but uh, but it, I didn't know that you got a feature match. I will go back and watch that for sure. Yeah, it was sweet, and uh, I think you'll you'll be able to see when you watch it how how my day was because the way that I, I can only describe it was like being in a foreign country, and you can um, you're not fluent in the language, but you can translate it. So, like, I felt like everything I was doing that day, I was, like, doing it from the other side of the table. Because I'm so used to playing against these decks, like, these depth decks, and, like, knowing how to break up whatever they're trying to do. Yeah. But I've never been the one, like, trying to do it. So I would, like, have to think about, like, how would I break this up, and then think about how do I play around me breaking it up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's good to have that other perspective. Plus, like, it it is kind of so. it's not obviously the same but you've played, like, Mana Ramp Knight Bant decks back in the day. Right, right. And it has, like, multiple lines. So that mid-range line, you're, like, you're super used to. Yes, so. 100%. So, yeah, you're exactly right. So, like, I would shy away from the combo probably more than other people would because I just like the mid-range part. But mm-hmm. I was a little slow on, like, the actions because I, I kept having to, like, translate in my head, like, okay, I need to do this, then this, you know. And, uh... I think that that really comes through when you watch the feature match, but it turned out well. Uh, so I'm two one, sitting pretty decent. Get paired against Painter, 
this dude Sean, bro, painter is not the deck that you think it is anymore. It's fucking mono white or like splash red for you know blasts or whatever, but it's fucking dude. There's Esper Sentinels. Mm-hmm. There's this called card called Oswald Fingerbanger. Do you know this guy? <laughs> is that its actual name? Yes. It's one in a white for a two-two, and it's an artifact birthing pod. Uh, okay, no. I didn't... Uh... Well, it's really fucking good. Then there's a Thalia's Lieutenant that's, uh... That's for artifacts. So it's one in a white for a two-two. Yep. Look at the top four of your library, put an artifact in your hand. And then every time an artifact comes in, it gets a plus one counter. Okay. So it's got multiple multiple yeah, avenues dude. of attacking, not just the combo. Oswald yeah. Oswald Fiddlebender is Fiddle. the actual card name. Okay. Um, okay. Well, yeah. The these cards were like he goes turn one Esper Sentinel, turn two Fingerbanger, and like how do you compete against this shit? Like while also defending against the combo, like it's a legitimate deck. Plus, it has this combo in it now. Yeah. With Urza Saga, of course. Yeah, obviously. Like the sa- I think the saga, the saga is the big piece that that yes. deck got, uh, for sure. Yeah. So, like, I, I was just like, okay, I don't even feel bad about losing to this deck because I was never going to win these games. Like, he just had me dead to rights both games. I don't know what the fuck I could have done. Like, in retrospect. I, I still don't know how I would win that match. So, that, I think that's yeah. a real fucking deck. I'm sure it is, um, but I, again, like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like trying to add more small creatures in a Delver matchup probably isn't going to help you there. I don't know, maybe I'm completely wrong about that, but uh, it definitely seems good against, like, a Deadly Combo deck, because they're probably yeah. slightly quicker quicker than you, exactly. and, um, and they have some good disruption, like, they're in the right colors to be able to fight against you. Yeah, they're like an opal deck, you know. They get out quick. They have saga opal. You know, they they can get they can get out in front of you with that. And then, uh, just like the constructs that that fucking saga makes, you can know, just get there with deck. all that. Yeah, like you you make two constructs, and then you have all that mana ramp that you've played earlier, and they're like exactly six sixes, and you haven't cast any spells yet. You've like only used mana on like the trigger to make the last one you probably end stepped the one before so you're like defenses are up and uh you're not really using your mana during your turn to do anything except like save it to stop merit Lage. bro that's literally exactly what happened he, he hit me for eight on turn three with constructs yep and i, I was just i was wrapped yep so yeah you know fair play i i have a lot of respect for that deck now maybe just because i've only seen a little bit of it Round five, I played against the Orion and got spanked from this kid from Norwalk, Connecticut. So, uh, I dropped after that. Well, I thought that Rodney had said that... Wait, Orion Bant or Orion Death and Taxes? Orion Bant. Oh, okay, never mind. I was about to say, well, Rodney, Rodney had said that Death and Taxes is now a buy for the green-white deck. But, yeah, I'm sure the Bant deck can give a little bit more trouble. Yeah, Teferi is a bitch. Yep. I mean that card, that card's stupid in every matchup it resolves in. Like, any time I'm playing a blue deck and the Teferi hits the field, I'm like, 
well, uh, probably gonna lose this because yeah. all of my all of my counterplays is gone. And this dude had been to two SCGs he was talking about that he'd been to with the same deck. So he was like a good player, like familiar with the deck, you know what I mean? He kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of like a Christian Calcano type of dude. Do you remember what his name was? Gabe. Okay. And uh, he basically knew, knew his deck very well. And he, in game two, I had a choke in my opening hand. And I'm like, okay, this could, this could get me there against this guy. Did Except he fetch he, like non-island basics yes. and he completely played around it? Good. With abundant, yeah. with abundant growth. He only had one island in his first four lands. Uh, was that so, Gabriel Morello? Probably. Okay. Yeah, I think he he finished X and two. He just missed the top eight. Yeah, that's him. So yeah, he was a good player, and I, I got wrecked. And what I think is probably a bad matchup. So <sighs> yeah, that was my tournament, short and sweet. Probably about what I deserved, but I was super happy to get that feature match. You know, like uh, where I where I looked competent. So <laughs> it's a good, yeah, it's a good one to get. We we had one of our uh, Discord slash group chat members, uh, James, there playing. Um, I uh, I can't remember if he was playing World Gorger. I need to check the chat. But he he lost his winning in for top eight too. I think he finished eleventh. Oh man. Well, uh, one of our Discord super patriots or whatever they're called was not. Uh, was not there, and that's a snarky winter orb. Remember that guy? Uh, yes. I think he's he. I don't think he's posted in the Discord in a while, but yes. Okay. Well, I saw his friends. One of his friends was my painter opponent, and then another oh, cool. one of his friends was sitting next to me that round, and they were talking to me about the snarky winter orb and the silly things he does up in Vermont, and I was very entertained. <laughs> Like, uh, harvesting maple syrup from his quad and shit. But. I mean, like, was, uh, that's just, like, that just seems cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I. Sure. Yeah, I wish I was in a, an environment to do stuff like that. Yeah. Well, dude, one of the coolest things, though, this dude comes up. So there's this one dude who's always hanging around Etsy, and sometimes he play Legacy, but he was just, like, a bro and. He was always talking about like music, like metal, and he he's like a sound he's like the booking and sound guy at some club in Worcester. Okay. And we would always just like shoot the shit and like, you know I don't know, man. I always said hi to the guy, you know, he was just a fun dude. His name's Michael. He comes in with a couple of his friends. They're there to play pre modern, not legacy. And one of his friends says hi, and I like I'd never seen this guy before. It wasn't just face blindness thing. I I don't recall ever seeing this guy, but I was like, "Yo, what's up?" And I just sort of walked away. And then he came up to me later in the tournament. He's like, "Yo, you're uh, you're Ian, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, you know my friend, man. That's kind of weird." I was like, "Yeah, dude. He's just a cool guy. We've been talking for a long time, like years, you know." He's like, "Dude." He doesn't even know you have a podcast, but I'm like the biggest fan of your podcast, bro. And I was like, really? <laughs> he's really he's like, he's cool. like, he's like, my favorite magic podcast was always Tough Talk, and I was like, no. That's the market that you were trying to fill, and I was just trying to like <laughs> pull you back. To he's the, like, you to guys. He's like, you guys are the spiritual successor to Tough <laughs> Talk. He's like, you know, you're gritty. Like you, you talk about like going to tournaments on acid and stuff, and you know, he's like. 
We, I, I really appreciate what you did. So that was the greatest compliment I've ever received in my life. So I just want to say thank you to a person who I, whose name I forgot. That's sick. Yeah, it was sick, bro. That was a special moment. Dude, honestly, the whole day was like a special moment, though. Like, like dude, It was like your return, right? Like you got to go hang out and play Magic again? It was a while for you, right? Fully, fully two years since I played... Well, since I've been in Massachusetts, since I've been in Game Insider S, since I've seen these people. Yep. And, like, dude, the people, the people who are still around, like, I never expected some of these people to still be around. Like, Pat Brady, Nick Pinn, like, all these dudes who I came up playing with, Russo, like, you know, five years ago, six years ago, that are still playing. Like, dude, there was 105 people there, you know? Like, it was a big, big legacy tournament, you know what I'm saying? And, like, just seeing all these people that I like that are still around, still playing Legacy, it was like, holy shit. Like, this is this is so real. That's awesome. Yeah, it felt, it really, it was something special, you know what I mean? Dude, you know what else is special? This is fucking, this is our uh, four-year anniversary, you know that? Four-year anniversary? July 4th, bro. Oh, that's right. It was 20... Holy shit. Yep. That's insane. Or Isn't man, that crazy, bro? I can't. Yeah, I can't believe that. I absolutely I always, can't. As soon as the weather gets, like, uncomfortably, swelteringly hot, I always remember, like, oh, yeah, it's our anniversary. Remember the Death Rite Shaman conversations yeah. <clears throat> around that deck? Like, those were oh, those were good times. The last year, not great times. <laughs> that That year was a good year. Oh, it's, been a, it's been a sword of feast and famine for sure. Getting getting hit with a sword of feast and famine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, dude. But yeah, four years, so we should be on episode two hundred and eight now. We're actually on episode one hundred and forty six. <laughs> wow. With an asterisk because the one of the name never came out. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we're we're slowly making progress. It's growth mindset. Uh you get there eventually. Right. Get there eventually. That's right. Yeah, I did the hot wing challenge with uh, I Jerry. I did. I came in for number ten. They were doing the, what do you call that thing, hot ones. Yep. <clears throat> the hot ones. Yeah, challenge. I saw. I saw them send out the, uh, <clears throat> the list of hot sauces. So you okay. hit number number ten. Yeah, I came in for number ten. I doused the wing. I fucking dabbed it. I did not feel a thing. So what I'd heard from I've, I've watched like some episodes of the show what i've heard is that number eight is actually the hottest one really not not the last one like they Correct. have on the scale yeah. so they just so, they hit you with it in the middle and then everything sort of like gets easier toward the end yeah well according to the the scoville rating or whatever 10 is supposed to be the hottest one but mm -hmm. for whatever reason i don't know what it is but i basically i ate 10 i didn't feel a thing like i didn't even feel like hot sauce at all so so you're saying that like their charity fundraiser might have some might have been manipulated yeah like it, everything is just like ch ch cholula <laughs> and like tabasco yeah. and they just sriracha. like they just show yeah you know what i'm saying well maybe not sriracha because yeah. there's a there's a nationwide shortage of it but oh really yeah yeah apparently sriracha is in baby formula i learned <laughs> not true yeah but, i figured 
but there's actually like a shortage of sriracha from the manufacturer because they can't get the chili peppers because it was a bad harvest or something interesting yeah so i i finished the, up the rest of the number 10 with my finger the, the rest that was on the plate and i was like i feel gypped so i went and got the number eight they don't know this this is a secret lore nobody knows this I went into the box, got out the number eight, poured it on the plate, and ate that like a you know a decent te- like a teaspoon of that. Yeah. And then they kicked us out of the room because they were starting the next round coverage. Yeah. And I had to sit on the ground for like thirty seconds and like oh, pretend man. I was looking at cards because I was just like <laughs> my world was like it rocked. <laughs> that number eight is called the bomb. That, okay. That sauce is fucking hot, dude. That sauce was hot. So, I, I do have to be fair, that number eight sauce definitely fucking put a put a 30 second, uh, you know. Yeah, huge, huge shout out to Pat and Jerry for raising that much money for Room to Grow. That, yeah. like that, to me, that was the best part of the tournament. I wasn't oh, there at sure. the tournament, but thinking about it, that's absolutely the best part. It was just so cool to see them, bro. Like, you know, those are, those are, those are our bros, you know what I mean? Like it was so cool to see them. I, you really got to get back in the store, are, bro. We gotta are you? Out. Well, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know if you can fix what happened with, between me and Michelle. Um, <laughs> I can I, fix I anything. Well, I mean, I, like, I just, I don't know if I want to go back. But they were talking about the ELD tournament this Saturday, and if I wasn't bartending, I would one hundred percent be there. I went down, uh, like, I don't know, like a month ago, whenever to play in one of their tournaments, and like, I am, if I'm free, absolutely want to go play. So I'm sure yes. this summer we'll have a we'll have a weekend. Oh, bro! So the the tournament overall, though, our boy TK, thought not seer Tommy Kessler almost won back to back leaving legacies. He lost to death to uh, Blue Red Delver. He was playing Uriah Taxes. Okay. And lost to Blue Red Delver in the finals. Yeah, he's got such a wide range. Like he play like uh, he picks very good decks to play. Yeah. Uh, and um, he's not that like oh he's always playing blue he's always playing this he's a very very good player I've gotten extremely Bro. lucky against him in all of the matches that we've played so I yeah. can't I can't remember a time yeah anyway yeah he's re- he's really good yeah he was wearing that fucking next gen shit though oh is he Do on you know team this team Mike Rap this like white and red shirt like it's like a baseball baseball jersey shirt or whatever yes. you call those i'm gonna be moving up to that area so my home what store the fuck might... is it what is next gen next gen comics in it's in new hampshire or it's okay. in it's on the border um it's uh it's one of the like the the more competitive magic stores in southern new hampshire i can't remember exactly what city it's in i can look it up right now probably manchester right uh next gen comics nashua okay I think. Yeah, Nashua. No, Pelham. Pelham. Which I think is right on the mass border. So yeah, right in that area. Interesting. Well, I, I kept hearing about Next Gen all day. Like, some of my opponents were saying, talking about Next Gen. Pat, or Zach was talking about Next Gen. So, I feel like I check Well, my, uh, my teammate Marcus plays there. I think Zach plays there, too. I think that's like... Yeah. That's like the local place. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, I gotta check that place out because I feel like I've been hearing all about it and seeing shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, overall though, it was just fucking. It was great to see everybody. You know what I mean? Like, 
it was really like a, a special day for me like the way that I sort of looked at it was like you know everything after the tournament in DC that we went through the Legacy Pit last year that was after that, that is just gravy that was a fun that was such a fun event I'm, I'm glad that they're not doing it at that hotel but I had yeah. dude I had an awesome time and I can't wait to go back like we have are you going to the chicken dip too we, we I know we haven't booked the hotel room but like you're in for both yeah okay yeah I mean uh, that month that month is gonna be so much fun yeah yeah definitely bro so you know like everything after that if that was the last I said at the time if that's the last magic tournament I ever played then that's good you know but it's not obviously it's not because we're going to these other ones and I went to this one and this one was a fucking blast too so, you know, respect for everybody who's out there throwing tournaments and not just uh, scheduling tournaments to take people's money and then canceling them two years later. Okay. I, yeah. I, I have a different opinion are you on gonna that. Simp? Like, are you going to simp again, bro? Can we just, well, can we mean, just go simped, at this fucking I simped, guy? I simped last time. I'm not simping. Yeah. I thought it was the right call. Like, uh, he ended up sending out free cards to everybody and gave everybody their money back. Like, Dude, that, Bernie Madoff used to do that. Oh, I mean, great I mean, it's not, it's, yeah, it's whatever. I think, um, like, you can't, you can't fault him for what happened during COVID. He had a really good tournament series leading up to that. That's where, that's why so many people were excited. And like, he just couldn't close in the last two tournaments. And I think everybody understands why you can't be, you can't be mad about that. Right. Um, it, like Can you be the, vindicated? The, well, I mean, you might get a vindicate in the mail from him because he's sending out cards to everybody, and the Lotus—he's still sending out the Lotus Door Prize. Oh yeah. So that that was part of the announcement. Like, like I, I—he's he, trying to make it right, and I don't think he has anything to personally apologize for. Like, so I think I think everything's completely cool with that, and I'm not right. I'm not mad at all. I don't think we should go there. I see. I. Am not like privy to any of this communication at all. I might like, I, I might have just made that up, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's the deal. I don't follow this guy on Twitter or anything. I was just told this out of this tournament. I did, and it never happened. So I I don't like have this sort of parasocial relationship with him or anything. Like I I don't know any of this stuff that you're saying. So I just know that I signed up for this tournament and never received any communication except that it wasn't happening. So. That's my experience. I guess if I get a black lotus in the mail, then I'll forgive it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I could just be making all of that up, but I think that, <laughs> I think that's the deal. So, hopefully, hopefully, I'm right. Word, bro, th- dude, you gotta find a way to get back to Etsy for this next one. I mean, like, I don't know when the next one is. But yeah, I mean, I, I just like I don't. Next one. It's just a store. I like all the people. Right, like um, everybody who's there, like I wish that I could, that I could be there, but like I made a decision that I'm not, like I'm just like I'm not going to deal with the bullshit I had to deal with, um, and I'm just I'm not going to go back. So it's not <laughs> like that's my personal decision. Like the fact that you were like, yeah, you know what? I don't think you could have gone anyway. I was like, well, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Bro. Oh, I thought I thought you were being serious. I was like, well, um, but yeah, it's uh like I. I had a really bad experience, and that that experience like got worse 
when it tried to get resolved and I like don't want to get talked to that way it's just it's crazy to me yeah no, I feel you bro but it, it sucks I really wish you were there if you were there then I would have played black and white dead guy no no, so I'm glad I wasn't there. <laughs> I mean, you, like, your tournament probably would have been better, and you would have ended up dropping $130, $140 on Esper Sentinels to play it, yeah. right? But then you'd have your Esper Sentinels in your Esper box, and you'd be able to play You'd be able to play some Stoneblade variant with it and add blue. Bro, Esper Sentinel is such a good card. It's like, holy fuck. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Just, like, I want to pl- play white-blue... Delver or Jeskai Delver, and like I just need to work, like figure out what the one drops are, because like I want Stoneforge too, because I'm a I'm a 2014 scrub still, but like yeah. there's so many there's just so many good cards you can play in that. Bro, I ordered online uh, today. Opposition agents, Yavamaya Urborgs, and uh, some other card. Oh, grief. Oh yeah, I had I had Yavimaya Urborgs. I actually need to get griefs because there's a bunch of cards that I didn't want to sell. Uh, like I have a set of beta beta dark rituals and like some reanimator stuff, like the card that Jerry made me when I won that bet. Um, yeah. So reanimator is one of the decks that I'm actually keeping together, and I need to update it with some stuff. Like nice. um, I have the Archon grief. of Cruelty, but I need the griefs. Yeah. What about Sarah's emissary or whatever it's called? Uh, so I think I have one of those too. I think nice. um, I drafted. I drafted enough of that set. In fact, I think I'm going to draft uh, the new Masters set with my buddy Matt. He bought enough of the collector boxes that are going for like four, like the crazy priced ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna draft those in two weeks. One, two. Nice. Yeah, in two weeks. I'm going up there. Sick. Yeah. Oh, All right, bro. I got a I got a full vintage cube too. Did I tell you this? What are you talking about? Uh, I have a 540 card copy of the vintage cube. Maybe like I shouldn't say it? this on the podcast. Yeah, I built it. I got it. Um, I got it printed. So oh. the um, like the cardstock is really good. Double sleeve it. You can't tell the difference. But like, I downgraded my collection, but spent 150 bucks on a full copy of the Vintage Cube so I can draft whenever I want to. It's great. Uh, that's sick, bro. Yeah. Well, you know, we're going to have to cut this one short because uh, I'm about to run to the bathroom. All right. Have fun pooping yourself. It was really good to talk to you, and uh, we will get back to our regular schedule. I honestly wish I could be there. And I know bro. that I should just suck it up and be like, the people are better than the bullshit, but I'm, I'm you stubborn, gotta, you gotta and that's be why the I'm divorced. Man, bro. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm here. This is there's a reason why I'm here, right? It's, I don't. That's not my. That hasn't been my mo. All right. Well, that's a wrap. All right.